0: on YouTube, doing my podcast as well. Okay, here we go. This podcast is for kids. So ask a parent, guardian, before watching, buying, or doing anything, or listening to a podcast. It may or may not like the podcast contenter, content. So always ask permission before you do something. But I would say, I hope y'all like my podcast, enjoy the things I talk about. On the one podcast, I talk about animals and mythical creatures. On the other, I talk about like Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Dumbo, Disney, Easter eggs, stuff like that. So I do have like two two characters that have podcasts. One's like a mermaid hybrid, she's like, a fairy mermaid creature and others like a person who likes boy and girl things and talks about them like Pokemon UEO um Dragon Ball Z if you want. So check it out. Enjoy. disclaimer this is made for kids always ask a parent guardian or someone who is in charge of you before watching buying listening to or doing anything in my podcast youtube facebook instagram and tiktok i also hope you all have a wonderful day and enjoy some of these videos and podcasts and different things that i do and remember don't always do stuff you see at home you should be cautious and make sure it's the right thing for you and make sure your parents are okay with it or your guardian I also hope you all have a wonderful great day afternoon and night and I hope every kid out there is enjoying their free time and have a great wonderful day and enjoy my I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okie dokie, artichokey, I break, it's now. And welcome back, I am your host, the Susan Anime O'Hagan, and this is Gummy Bears Slough, Gummy Bears Podcast Land. (coughs) Kid Friendly Podcast. we talking about the pipefish. Okay, let's get started. Okay, stuff about the pipefish. Pipefish are a very slender fish that has amazing ability to camouflage, blending in externally with the Slender seagrass and weeds among which it lives. They arrange themselves in a vertical position and sway back and forth among the grass. Like their seahorse and sea dragon relatives, pipefish have a long snout and bony rings around their body and fan shaped tail rather than scales. They have bony plates for protection. Depending on the species, pipefish can be from 1 to 26 inches in length. Some even have the ability to change color to further blend in with their habitat. Like their seahorse and dra- sea dragon relatives, pipefish have a fused jaw with craters, a long pipe like snout that uses for snacking in their food. Classification Kingdom, A-N-I-M-A-L-I-A. Oh boy. Uh, P-H-Y-L-U-M-C-H-O-R-D-A-T-E. Class A-C-T-I-N-O-P-T-E-R-Y-G-I-I. Order. Oh boy, G-A-S-T-E-R-O-S-T-E-I-F-O-R-M-E-S. Family, S-Y-N-G-N-A-T-H-I-D-E. There are over 200 pipefish species. Here are some that are found in the United States waters. Common pipefish, Northern pipefish, chain pipefish, dusky pipefish, bay pipefish, habitat and distribution. Pipefish live in seagrass beds among S A R G A S S U M and among reefs, e-s-t-u-a-r-i-e-s, and rivers. They are found in shallow waters up to water over 10,000 feet deep. They may move to deeper waters in the winter. Feeding pipefish eat tiny crustaceans, fish and fish eggs. Some even set up cleaning stations to eat parasites off of other fish. That's actually pretty cool. Feeding pipefish eat tiny crustaceans, fish and fish eggs. Some even, uh, we already said that. Reproduction, like their seahorse relatives, pipefish, are onivores, but, onivores, onivores, is the male who raises the young. After a some time, elaborate courtship ritual, female placed several hundred eggs on the male's broad pouch or in his broad pouch. Only some species have full or half pouches. The eggs are protected there while they in- cap it before they hatch into tiny pipefish that are miniature versions of their parents. Conservation and human use. Treats to pipefish include habitat loss, coastal development and harvesting for use in traditional medicine. References are some... Okay, uh, pipefish facts for kids. Pipefish or pipefish are a s- s- subfamily of small fishes which together with the seahorse and sea dragon For the family, S-Y-N-G-N-A-T-H-I-D-A. Description. Pipefish look like straight-bodied seahorses with tiny mouths. The name is driven from the particular form of the snout, which is a long tube. Adding a narrow and small mouth, which opens upward and is toothless the body and tail are long, thin, and snake like. They each have a highly modified skeleton form into a merged plating. This dormoral skeleton has several longitudes ridges, so a acural section through the body looks angular, not round or oval, as in the majority of other fish. A Doorshell fish is always presented and is the principal in some species the only organ of L-O-C-O-M-A-O-T-I-O-N. The ventral fish are constantly absent and other fins may or may not develop. The gills opening are extremely small and placed near the upper position angle of the grill cover. Many are very weak swimmers in open waters, moving slowly by means of repaid movement of the dorsal fin. Some species of pipefish have prehensile tails as in seahorses. The majority of pipefish have some form of Cadillac fin, unlike seahorses, which can be used for locomotion. Some fishes anatomy for fin description. Some species of pipefish have more development casual fins, such as the Garupka, collectively known as flat-tailed pipefish, which are quite strong. Habitats and Distribution Most pipefish are marine dwellers. Only a few are freshwater species. They're about on coasts of the tropical and temperature zones. Most species of pipefish are usually 35 to 40 centimeters in length and generally inhabit sheltered areas in coral reefs or sea grass beds. Reproduction and parental care. Pipefish, like the seahorse relatives, leaves most of the parenting duties to the male, which provides all the P O S T Z Y O G O T I C care for its offspring. Supplying them with nutrients and oxygen through a placenta like consection. it boards the offspring either on distinct region of its body or in a broad pouch. Opening through which females' eggs can be deposited, location of broad pouches can be along the entire underside of the pipefish or just at the base of the tail, as with seahorses. Pipefish in the genus synifices have a broad pouch with a ventral that can completely cover all of the eggs when sealed. In males without pouches, eggs adhere to a strip of soft skin on the ventral surface of their bodies, but does not contain any exterior conferring. The evolution of male boarding in pipefish is thought to be a result of the reproduction advantage granted to pipefish ancestors that led to deposit their eggs onto the male who could escape protection and protect them. Furthermore, the ability to transfer immune information from the body, from both the mother in the egg and the father in the pouch, unlike other coordinates in which only the mother could transfer a minimum information is believed to have an additional beneficial effect on offspring immunity. It's actually pretty cool. Not something I would expect. A physical limit exists for the number of eggs a male pipefish can carry. So males are considered to be the limited sex. Females can often produce more eggs than males can accommodate inside their broad pouch, resulting in more eggs than can be cared for. Other factors may restrict female reproductive success, including many pregnancies lengths An emergency investment in pregnancy. Because the pipefish embryo develops within the male, breeding on, feeding on nature supplied by him, male pipefish invest more energy than female in each ZYGOTE. Additionally, they invest more energy per unit time than females throughout each breeding season. As a result, some males may consume their embryos. Rather, they continue to rear them under situations in which their bodies are exhausted of resources to regain energy. Well, now I you know how we women feel. We're exhausted all the time by... It. And how the women feel and they feel. Okay, pregnant male pipefish can absorb nutritious from their boards in a manner very similar to final cannibalism found in many other families of fish. The smallest egg in a board of various egg sizes usually has lower survival rates than larger ones. Due to the larger egg being competitively superior and more likely to develop into mature adults. Young are born free swimmers with relatively little or no yolk sac, and being fed immediately from the time they hatch. They are independent of their parents, which at the time may vary, may view them as food. Some fry (laughs) have... Or larva stages and live as plankton for a short while. Others are fully developed but miniature versions of their parents, assuming the same behavior as their parents immediately. Pair bonding varies wildly between different species of pipefish, while some are monogamous or seasonally. M-O-N-O-G-A-M-O-U-S others are not. Many species exhibit P-O-L-Y-A-N-D-R-Y a A breeding system of which a female meets with two or more males. This trend to occur with great frequency and Hernal boarding species of pipefish with external boarding, once due to limitation in male broad captivity. Pollendorous species are also more likely to have females with complete sexual signals such as ornaments. For example, the pea gullfish displays considerable microphora characters such as large ornaments and numbers and body sizes. Okay, facts you may not know about the pipefish. They're a little creepy looking, that's for sure. The male pipefish becomes pregnant rather than the female. It incorporates eggs and develops embryos in a specialized breeding area on its belly, some pipefish make clicking sounds, generally by the bond agers of the skull, while feeding for an unknown reason. Most pipefish have tiny dorsal dorsal protectors and. Hilfins, fins, but they almost invisibly to the naked eye. In some pipish species, the female competes for the attention of the male. It can become temporarily more colorful to help entice picky male suitors. The pipish feed on minute school crustaceans such as tiny shrimp, amphibias, and Pool pods, hardworks pipefish is the longest in the group, measuring up to 20 inches in length. The pyramid pipe dragon is the shortest at an inch. The South African estrans pipefish is only species considered currently endangered and was. Believed extinct for several years. It is threatened by dams that have affected its food supplies. Okie okay, dokie artichoke, it's time for an outbreak slash sponsor. So I hope you all listen and We're gonna talk about goldfish. Yep, goldfish. How long do goldfish live? About ten to fifteen years. Goldfish have a lifespan average about ten to fifteen years, with some varieties living up to thirty years one provided with proper care. Unfortunately many goldfish do not reach their lifespan potential due to housing conditions. Housings need to meet both their behavioral and physical needs. Goldfish facts. Goldfish are a fish from the carp family that live in fresh water. They are often kept as pets because they are small and don't require as much care as other animals. They eat flakes but sometimes will eat worms, snails, and shrimp petals. They need a tank with a filter and lots of plants with hardy varieties. The filter cleans the water from harmful chemicals and the plants help keep it healthy. Goldfish facts for kids. A group of goldfish is called a Troubling Troubling. There are more than 200 different varieties of goldfish. They eat flake foods fish petals, algae, and aquarium plants. They can live up to 10 to 20 years. They aren't all gold. Odd considering the name, but goldfish actually descend from Persian carp, a fish that isn't gold at all but actually a dull green, gray green color. Over the years they have been crossbred and certain genetic mutations have been taking place to create the gold color scale with thick of today they have metallic scale shiny but because of the amount of crossbreeding and mutation in DNA that have occurred over time there are now actually over 200 different species that are classified under the catch all label goldfish today. They are Extraordinarily tough, some species of fish have very strict requirements for the water they need to survive, but that's not the case with goldfish. Whatever variety you might have, a goldfish is a tough little fish and it will survive well in many water types. They can deal with change in temperature, HP levels, with reasons of course, and they will survive well all manners of water. They vary in size dramatically. Trying to find somebody who will tell you the average size of a goldfish is like trying to find a needle in a haystack. There isn't an average. Well, not really, anyway. You can find any range easily enough, but it can never represent goldfish entirely. First, their size depends on the room they have. Once kept, in fish tanks that are relatively small will only grow to the size of the tank. One that has been released into the wild, however, can grow to the size of a crab. So you can really see dramatic differences. There are an invasive species. For anybody who doesn't know what that means, goldfish are basically the home invaders of the fish world. Releasing one into a pond can disrupt native species to no end, and they are known for crossbreeding, which can often result in unknown survival genetic mutations. Not only that, but they're carriers of disease that can actually wipe out entire populations when introduced to a new habitat. So never at least one into the wild. They have an interesting diet. It's difficult to imagine what they might survive on in the wild because they're so used to feeding them our fish flake food at home. But one left to their own devices, they eat some pretty interesting things. From crustaceans to worms, lettuce to larvae, their natural diet is a variety one. You can purchase supplements for your goal Pet goldfish if you want to mimic their actual diet, or else just provide some live plants to snack on between meals. They have incredible senses. Ignoring the fact that they can't taste anything, goldfish lack bearables, a sensor organ that allows fish to taste their food. They do have impressive scenes when it comes to their sight and smell. When we think of goldfish, We probably imagine them with enormous size because it's very common amongst them. And without sounding too much like we're quoting Little Red Riding Hood here, it's all all the better to see you with. They can see more colors than us too, for in fact, which allows them to see ultraviolet light. They also have an incredible sense of smell and hearing too. They have better memories than we give them credit for. You've got a memory like a goldfish is a common phrase whenever somebody forgets something quickly. That's because there's a common misconception that they can't remember anything for longer than three seconds. However recent research has shown that their memories are much better and can last for over a week and even up to three months you can try it yourself at home. Put something distinctive in your trunk. One experiment used a bright Lego brick just before feeding time. After a while they'll come to associate that with food, then take a break before reintroducing the object again and you'll see for yourself how quickly they come out waiting their food. They have a long lifespan. If you have a pet goldfish that you love you can Rejoice, because most live for around 10 years in aquariums. If kept in a pond though, they can a long life and live anywhere from 45 to 40, 25 to 40 years. As a species, they have a pretty good lifespan. They're easy to tell apart. We don't mean that if we drop your goldfish into a tank with 30 others, you'd be able to really pick them out every time. No, we're talking about being able to tell a male goldfish from the female. Females are darker and have round figures and can sometimes appear long sided as mating season approaches and they produce eggs. So look at your fish's color and shape and make sure you don't need to change Frank to Frankie. They produce pigment in their skin, much like we can tan in response to light, their scales turn their famous color into response to light, too. Pigment in the skin reacts to the sunlight that enters the tank and changes their colors. But because we only ever see ones that have been exposed to light, we might never have known it. Of course, scientists have tested this, and if left in the dark, they actually become gray fish. Fun fact on the side note, I don't tan, so that to me doesn't make any sense. They don't have stomachs. Again, it's odd considering their seemingly endless appetite, but they don't actually have stomachs for storing all of that food, so it's actually best to feed them in small amounts regularly rather than in lots in one go. Provide them with much food can actually result in death because they don't seem to know when to stop. So they will eat whatever we give them a cross to. No matter the determinant to their health, you can always watch out for any plant in your aquarium as they might eat it. They're not little carp. So many people mistakenly believe that they are the same species of a carp. Just smaller, but this isn't the case at all. Goldfish and carp are distant species in their own right. They can meet and have offspring, but their offspring cannot have future offspring of their own because of a genetic mutation that re- re- redenders them sterile. This highlights again why it's important not release one into the wild as it could lead to population decline over time. Different types of goldfish. Comet goldfish, they are the most popular variety of goldfish. They have a fancy single tail with a dark bar and the base near the body. The common colors are orange, red, white, and cream. They also have an eye spot on their body. Like others, they need to be kept in an aquarium with an irradiator or filter. The water temperature should be between 18C and 25C. Fantel goldfish The beautiful fantel goldfish is a popular freshwater fish that are great for beginners and experienced owners alike. Though these fish are very low maintenance, there's a few aspects of their care that can be a bit tricky. They are a type of fancy goldfish and come from China. They have a long flowing thing that gives them a resemblance to the tail of a fantail. They are more active than other types of fish and need plenty of space. They are sometimes called fancy goldfish because of their strawberry-like markings and appearance. Fantail goldfish have a lifespan of one to five years. They are active fish and need plenty of room. Okay, history of goldfish. It was during the Song Dynasty, 960 A.D. through 1279 A.D. in ancient China that people started to breed silver-colored carp. Once breeding began, a color mutation appeared resulting in yellow-orange scales. Yellow was distinctive, the imperial color, and forbidden to be kept by anyone other than members of the royal family. Commoners had to stick to the orange version calling them goldfish. In ancient China it was common to raise goldfish in outdoor ponds and water gardens which people still do today. One special occurrence or there was an extraordinary beautiful spectrum goldfish were placed on display indoors in small containers. During the Ming Dynasty around 1276 AD, goldfish were officially bred and brought indoors, achieved red, gold, spotted, and other colored fish. Additionally, the fancy-tailed goldfish began to make an appearance. Where do people store goldfish come from? These days, goldfish come in all shapes, sizes, fins, styles, eyes, settings. Most goldfish that you see in pet stores come from commercial breedings, usually located in Thailand, Japan, China or industrial while well, commercial goldfish are yellow, gold, and a lot of other colors. Wild goldfish are are almost exclusively olive green or dark grey. Commercial goldfish are suited for indoor living only because they are species of pond goldfish that thrive outdoors, waters, gardens, and ponds and can grow much larger. Goldfish are the most popular pet fish and can be found at pet stores around the country. On average, depending on the colors and types, you'll pay anywhere from a dollar for a few dollars to up to 15 for a pet goldfish. The most expensive goldfish breed, however, is the ranch goldfish, which costs 150 depending on its size and color. How big do goldfish get? Common goldfish are actually one of the largest species of goldfish, capable of reaching lengths over 18 inches and weigh up to 10 pounds. Even the smallest goldfish species, reach adult length 4 and 7 inches, are best suited for. 20 gallons are large aquariums, not fish bowls. The size of a goldfish tank will affect its growth to an extent, but there are other factors to consider, like the fish diet and cleanliness of the Earth's environment depending on the species. And above mentioned factors, a goldfish can end up being 2 feet long or as small as 2 inches. I hope you all had a great weekend. I hope you all enjoyed this fun box about cold fish. Okie dokie, artichoke. It's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope you all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, artichokey. Okie dokie, artichokey. Ah break, it's now. The pipefish is well represented in the fossil record due to its bony ex mm-hmm. skeleton The earliest pipefish fossils are estimated to be about 50 million years old, dating to a time that most modern manga groups also appear. This camouflage relative of the seahorse is a prize site for scuba divers. The pipefish has a few predators due to its ability to camouflage itself, keep a close watch while diving because some can even change colors like a chameleon to match their surroundings. Despite its name, the ghost pipefish of the Indian Pacific belongs to a different family than true pipefish. The female ghost pipefish broads its developing young, its special abdapalolic fins, which many true pipefish lack altogether. The pipefish was named after the long thin pipe that was... (sighs) Not gonna say that. The pipefish is that evolutionary link between the pipefish and the seahorse. The pipefish differs from the seahorse only in its lack of upright posture. The pipefish is closely related to the seahorse but lacks a pre-horizontal tail and its head does not sit at a 90 degree angle compared to its body. Many pipefish also have a tail fin, which seahorses lack. Pipefish are a subfamily of small fish, which together with the seahorse and sea dragon from the family S. Pipefish look like long, straight-bodied seahorses with tiny mouths. The name is the verb from the particular form of the snout, which is it's like a tube, ending in a narrow, small mouth, which opens upward and its toothless. The body and tail are long, thin, and snake-like. They each have highly modified skeletons formed into a merged plating. This damelior skeleton has several longitude ridges, so a vertical section through the body looks angular, not round or oval, as in the majority of other fish. A dorsal fin is always presented and is the principal organ of locomotion. The ventral fish are consisted of and other fish may or may not be developed. The gill openings are extremely small and placed near the upper angle of the gill cover. Many have very weak swimmers in open waters, moving slowly by the means of rapid movement of dorsal fins. Some species of pipefish have prehistoric tails, as in seahorses, the majority of pipefish has some form of a cloud fin, which can be used for locomotion. Seafish anatomy for fin description Some species of pipefish have newer development fins, such as the group collectively known as flagtail pipefish, which are quite strong swimmers. Most pipefish are marine dwellers, only a few are freshwater species they are abandoned on coasts of the tropical and temperate zones most species of pipefish are usually 14 to 15.5 inches in length and generally inhabited sheltered areas and coral reefs or seagrass beds some Diverse traits in pipefish or their relatives. S-Y-N-G-N-A-T-H-I-D fish, such as the Gulf pipefish, have increased numbers of ferrobrae and an enrabled head, are missing pelvic fins and ribs, and have an evolutionary novel structure, a male broad pouch, shown for composition, is the actual skeleton of a perched like fish of more typical morphing, a tree spine stricken back? Habitats, loss, and traits. Due to their lack of strong swimming ability, pipefish are often found in shallow waters that are easily disturbed by. Industrial runoffs and human recreation. Shorelines are also affected by boats and drag lines that move shorelines. These disturbances cause a decrease in seagrass and eelgrass that are virtual in pipefish habitats. The pipefish narrow range distribution indicates they are less able to adapt to new habitats or habitat changes. Another factor that affects pipefish population is their use in tradition Chinese medication remedies, despite the lack of evidence of effective beyond placebo. Significant in general are in high demand for Prehistoric scientific medical viewers, but pipefish are even more explored because of a belief in their higher level of persistency. The aquarium trade of pipefish are increased in recent years. Reproduction, parental care, Pipefish, like seahorses, relatives, leave most of their parent duty to the male, which we already talked about. Is there anything else on pipefish? Well, that has to be something, right? Mm-hmm. Supplying them with nutrients and oxygen throughout a placenta-like connection. Its broad the offspring, either on distinct region of its body, or in a border pouch. Border pouches vary significantly among different species of pipefish, but all contain a small opening through which female eggs can be deposited. Location of the broad pouch can be along the. E- Entry the side of the pipefish Or just at the base of the tail As with seahorses Pipefish in the Syngnathus Have a broad pouch With a ventral steam That can completely cover All of their eggs when sealed In males Without the pouches Eggs are heard to a strip Of soft skin on the Ventral surface of the their body that does not contain any extra covering. The evolution of male broading and pipefish is thought to be a result of the reproduction advantage gathered to pipefish ancestors that led to deposit their eggs on the males who could escape predators and protect them. Furthermore, the ability to transfer immune information from both the mother and the father Unlike other coordinates in which only the mother can transfer immune information, is believed to have additional benefit effects on offspring immunity. Courtship between male and female pipefish involve lengthy and complicated shows of display. For example, in S-Y-N-G-N-A-T-H-U-S-T-Y-P-H-L-E-S-T-Y-P-H-L-E-S-T-Y-P-H-L-E-S-T-Y-P-H-L-E-S-T-Y-P-H-L-E-S-T-Y-P-H-T-Y-P-H-T-Y-P-H-T-Y-P-H-T-Y-P-H-T-Y-P-H-T-Y-P-H-T-Y-P-H-T-Y-P-H-T-Y Biosha is always perceived by a ritualized dance by both sexes. The dance involves a very constructive, wiggling, and shaking motions. Especially in composures to species otherwise extremely sensitive lifestyle. Under the threat or perception of a predator, pipefish, or more, reluctant to perform their dance. In addition, one risk of predators is high they com- compulate less frequently, dance less copulation, cur- cur- of females, chance for more eggs per copilization. Although S-Thython males normally prefer to mate with larger females, they mate randomly when potentially threatened by predators. Furthermore, it's C O R Y T H O I C H T H Y S. Oh boy, another big word. H E M A T O P T E R E R U S. Similar. Resilis rit. R I T U Z. Nope. R I T U. A-L-I-Z-E-D. Many dances are H-Y-P-O-T-H-E-S-I-Z-E to aid in reproduction. S-Y-N-C-H-R-O-N-I-Z-A-T-I-O-N. By allowing the female to assume male willingness to spawn so her eggs aren't wasted. During pipefish con- conloputation, C-O-P-U-L-A-T-I-O-N, which significates the trim- mention of the courtship dance, the female transfer her egg through a small O-V-I-P-O-S-I-T-O-R into the male broad pouch. Onto the special pouch of skin on the male's vertebrae, vulnerable body surface, while the eggs are being transferred, the mating pair resides through the water until implantation is complete. At this point, the male assumes an S shape posture and fertilizes the eggs all the while descending back down the water column. Males processing broad pouches release their sperm directly to them. The broad pouches are the shaken. The ventral seam are not open until weeks later when the male pipefish gives birth. A f- physical limitation exists for p- the number of eggs a male pipefish can carry. So males are considered to be limiting sex. Females can often produce more eggs. Uh-huh. a male accommodates inside their broad pouch, resulting in more eggs than can be carried. for. Mm-hmm. Other factors may restrict female reproductive sources, including male pregnancy lengths and emergency and vestment and in programming. Because the pipefish embryos develop within the male feeding on nutrient supply by him. Male pipe fish invest more energy than female in each ZYGOTE. Additionally, they invest more energy per unit time than female throughout each breeding season. As a result, some males may consume their embryos rather than continuing to rear them under Situations to regain energy in which bodies are times than females throughout each breeding season. As a result, some males may consume their embryos rather than continue to rear them and situations to reach an energy in which the bodies are exhausted of resources. Pregnancy male pipe fish can absorb nutrients from their bodies in a manner very similar to final fatal cannibalism found in many other families of fish the smallest eggs and a broad of various egg sizes usually have lower survival rates than larger ones due to the larger eggs having a larger lasting food source, hence they more likely to develop into mature adults. In other instances some pay fish may consume the embryo of mates that seem less fit or desirable as each male generally completes with more than one female. Young are both free swimming with relatively like or no yolk sac and being fed immediately from the time they hatch. They're independent from their parents, which at that time may view them as food. Some fry have a short larva stage and live as plankton for a short while. Others are fully developed but mature versions of their parents. Miniature versions. Assuming the same behaviors as their parents immediately. Hair bonding varies while between different species of pipefish while some are M-O-N-O-G-A-M-O-U-S or seasonally manages. Others are not. Many species exhibit P-O-L-Y-A-N-D-R-Y, a breeding system in which one female mates with two more males. This trend occurs with great frequency in internal male breeding species of pipefish with extreme boarding ones due to limitations in male broad captivity. P-species are also more likely to have females with complete stuff. I hope y'all like. You can check me out on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. I also have another podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed this podcast. Bye for now, over and out.